Good love our gracious queens Are true and just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. Now let's get on with the show already. Happy birthday to Moon. Happy birthday to Moon. Happy birthday, dear Moon. Happy birthday to Moon. You were doing that on purpose. You were doing it on purpose to not do it in time, weren't you? I thought that was more in time than when we used to do To The Moon. No, everyone knows the the metre of happy birthday is da 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 well I didn't tell you the tune, but um yeah. What was I singing a different we tune? Th- we no, we were just doing it at different times. The fact that we can't even do happy birthday together, just I don't know. I felt like I that was in sync and I'm not talking the boy band. Although I was dancing like a puppet during that. <laughs> and with those vocals we could have easily been in anything. Well, I thought my main issue was that I was saying moon like a cow. Um but happy birthday, moon. moon. It's your birthday this week, and even though you're not currently in the room, because um, <laughs> you are celebrating, doing God knows what straight people do, um, mm. probably a strip club, getting some poontang, one could assume. Watching football, getting some getting some big bush in his face. Oh, makes me sick, honestly. Mm. But we are grateful to everything you do, so this episode is for you. For you, Moon. Um, I don't know why yeah, I'm waiting for so... a response when we've established he's I not here. Know, he's not here, babe. <laughs> Should we impersonate him? Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, no, I can't do it with Goodman. Um, oh, thanks, guys. That's it. That was it. Um, but Moon's birthday is not the biggest event of the month. That, in fact, is United Queendom Live, which is taking place <gasps> this Thursday in London at Q Bar. 7.30, doors, and then the show kicks off at 8. Tickets £5 or free for patrons. I know some of you who aren't based in London and are international or around the country have said to me, oh, stop mentioning the event because it's like, we want to come, but we can't. But this luckily is the last time you'll have to hear about I've it. I've had that. I've had that a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, people who live like two minutes away are just like, no, it's too far. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I often want to come, but I can't. <laughs> well, at your age, it's just a wonder. It's a wonder to even yeah. get something <laughs> semi-hard, really. <laughs> it is. And just uh, nothing comes up but a little puff of sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bleep out the word puff, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm triggered. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's going to be a really fun night. So anyone who's not already mm. on the list, get in touch or just surprise on the evening but we do want to have a rough idea of numbers because we are putting out a I'm going to say a chair system but I guess that's how most shows work it's not exclusive to us um, are, we, are, we, are we having chairs so you can sit down yeah um, four legs um, we're thinking but we've not signed off on that yet so. four legs are better than two um, <laughs> but also I know obviously it is uh, in the UK it is two three days after Freedom Day in inverted comments which is today if you're listening today on a Monday well done yes um, which, obviously, you know, in a lot of bars and clubs, I mean, basically theatres are at full capacity all of a sudden, and obviously people... So if you are obviously worried about COVID or anything like that, we are going to be as safe as possible, even though, I mean, we don't necessarily even have to anymore, but we are going to be. So, um, you know, do 
do come on down and I think that everybody will be doing test and trace as well. So, um, you know, you're very unlikely to be pinged. We're going to be so safe that me and Sam have um, vowed to wear a condom through the whole show. Yeah. Um, maybe even Hazmats, two. hazmat suits, has been suits. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Those are our normal clothes. <laughs> and, and speaking of has-beens, can I just give a little update on the Yara Sophia situation? Um, because Oh yeah, please. Because yeah. it has got a lot worse. Um, no, it has not, has it? So after maybe a drink or two on Friday, I decided oh, to take, take the bull by the horns and just send a, you know, you can send a request on PayPal. Mm-hmm. So I sent my five hundred pound request, and it was immediately rejected. So, <laughs> so it, it sent back a thing saying the request has been denied. So she saw it, and because you know she's not responding to any of my emails since the show went out. So that, no. there was still an element of, oh, is she just really bad at looking at her emails? Maybe she has already super busy, but now it's like that's an actual full-on response this is, straight off. This is a response, yeah. yeah. So, And I, I can't remember if I said last week, but you know, I emailed Jessica Wilde uh-huh. asking for her help. She hasn't got back. I understand she'll be very busy at the moment with getting praise for her lip sync. I've looked <laughs> up Yara's PR. She doesn't seem to really have any management or team. Um, but I, have you tried Instagram? Insta- well, um, the, oh, that's the main update, sorry. I went to then go on Instagram because uh, I was looking for her PR details and I think she's blocked me on Instagram. No! Because when I type Yara in, she doesn't come up and I've typed it in my laptop and she's there, but my laptop I'm not signed in on. But when I do it on my phone that has my details, she's not there. And that's where we first took, like, messaged each other on through DMs. What uh, a shade. She's taking your joke and she's gonna di- and, and she's not gonna pay for it. Well, and she's blocking me, rejecting me, and then I've sent her another email because I found on a media site her another email that is different from the one we've used before for her. Mm, and I've sent her an email yeah. just saying, I'm not being funny, Yara, but if you don't pay me or respond with some sort of plan about this, I'm gonna go public. <laughs> Which <laughs> I am, don't think I'd be very good at because, you know, I'm not good with the social media, so there's a chance I could go public <laughs> and it would just fizzle out like a, a squeaky fart. But, mm, um, mm. but I don't know what, I mean... But Jada Sophia doesn't, doesn't, pay her, doesn't pay her writers isn't a good look, babes, is it? It's not a good look at all. And do you have, do you have proof? Yeah, like, yeah do you we've have got like... the emails saying that, um, that we have to... I did say in the emails, because I reread them, like, we'd agree a fee afterwards, which is often what I do... When mm. working with the queens, because sometimes if you talk about money too much up front, they get a bit like funny. So it's best to wait till they've mm. used it and then afterwards be like, right, now mm. let's talk. But I'm always very reasonably mm. priced. I'm not an expensive person. Mm. I mean, given what they'll be paying for those outfits and stuff will be mm-hmm. way, way more. Um, I mean, not all of her outfits, because some of them were very lackluster. We, we can say that mm. openly now. But so you've got the so you've got the emails with basically the joke in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you've got a response from her going, "Oh, these are great. I'll I'll use them or something like that." This is yeah, we've got that. Um, we, this is like the episode of Friends where Ch- Chandler and is it Chandler and Ross are arguing over who made up the Doctor Monkey joke. And it's like it's a shit joke. How is this going on this long? But you know what? People are invested in the saga. People have been asking me about it. So you know what? I'm, I'm being trans. I was going to say translucent now i'm being transparent yeah <laughs> translucent transparent. is like foggy isn't it yeah and i'm more faggy but um yeah i don't know i'm not someone who wants to start a twitter beef but i mean i may have to at this rate or i could get lawyers involved but i mean that's going to cost more than what i get for the joke i mean honestly unless you have a lawyer friend who can just email 
I've, you must, I've got some legally you must blonde types who could kind of <laughs> objection. Just some people who could, just some people who can send um, a harshly, harshly worded email to the email address provided and say I'm, you know, some sort of I don't know. Or, or I could, I have thought about that, obviously the hitman route, but I haven't done that before, mm, and mm. I don't know the legalities of that or whether I'll end up. Um, I can tell you what the legalities are. What, if you'd like. Yep. They're not legal. <laughs> oh, and this, I guess, would be considered evidence now. So I guess that's yeah, another... Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what? Another, another strike. <laughs> this is why we have these brainstorms, though, so we can rule out stuff like that. <laughs> um, but speak, speaking of Yara, let's get into the episode. This is her first episode since she was fairly eliminated. I thought it was unfairly <laughs> last week, but now... <laughs> now my opinion's changed completely. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Noth- nothing has happened in the in the last week to change that, but... I'm not a biased person. Here we are. Um, no. But yeah, she obviously last week said, fuck you all, before she left. Um, yeah. But this is the first episode without Yara, and how do you rate it, Sam? I am giving it a nine. Ooh, I gave it an eight, and I could come up. Oh, or do you oh, want to come down, okay. or should we just... Oh, I'm on a come down. Um, <laughs> maybe you want to come up. Um, I don't, do you know what? Um, no, I don't think... Well, let's discuss at the end of the show again, but I, at the moment I, I'm happy with nine. I really enjoyed this episode, but there's one big mm. issue I had with it, which I think mm-hmm. I, I think you might share, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah. So the Queen's found Yara's fuck you all. They seem to have taken it seriously, because it was unclear last week yeah. whether it was a joke or not. I think they producers would have told them to, it, to take it seriously. Yeah, for more drama. But then on her lipstick message, did she say it was a joke then, or but? Well, she just said it again. Fuck you all. But you wouldn't say fuck you all. Lots of love. Bye bye bye. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you really thought fuck you all, if you really thought fuck you all, you wouldn't write anything on there at all. Well, fuck you all is accurate because they did all vote for Yara, as we find out. <laughs> um, each and every one of them, apart from well, not Yara. all of them. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, but Sonique calls it anonymous instead of unanimous. The vote. I love that. Oh, she's such a dozy bitch. But um, <laughs> that's the meth talking. I tell you. Other, other. Do you know what this episode? This episode, I have to say, I was finding her quite sexy. I have to say. Well, you have always gone for that kind of crack whore look, haven't you? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, in my bye days, she's a bit like which you've now said bye to. But I have to bye say to, bye to now. Bye to bye. Yes, <laughs> bye bye BTB. Um, <laughs> I I that was you know I liked a bit of blonde, like a bit of you know boobage, and she's just sort of like because she is trying to be very feminine. Obviously, um, I think that's why she doesn't raise her voice. You know, I mean, she speaks like because you have to, you know, her voice like she's had a lot of training on her voice. She has been changed, etc. So. Um, no, she's she's sexy. She is sexy, but I'm I'm not here for softly spoken drag queens. That's not what I tune into the show for. I'm sure if no. she was lip syncing on stage and I was in the audience, I would be getting my life. But on a reality show mm. such as this, I want a bit more personality and charisma. And ten years to cook and not just cook meth, but cook her personality. She's yeah. still not giving me that. So I wouldn't mind if she would go. To be honest. Mm. Um, okay. But as you said, the, the it that wasn't completely unanimous because Jan voted Akira off, and then we get a very cringy segment where she tries to basically backpedal and she's like well I thought everyone else was going to vote for you so I did but now I feel stupid and then Scarlett's like you can do whatever the fuck you want and they're all kind of what did you make of this? Scarlett kind of annoyed me here actually she's like um, well first of all she talks over um Oh, who's she, who's, who's, oh, Trinity. Yeah, yeah. She talks. She talks over Trinity, which you know, which I didn't, which I didn't appreciate. I love Trinity, and um, she does go on a bit though. 
Yeah, but I do, I do like it. It's sort of like um, the gospel according to Trinity whenever she talks. The Holy Trinity. Like, I, yeah, exactly. She always, she just comes, she, this whole season she's come up with these really like existential like speeches that like, you know, and if anyone dares interrupt her, well, you know, woe betide. <laughs> but um, Scarlett does, Scarlett does sort of interject a bit and it's, I do, I find her slightly annoying. In fact, I found her slightly annoying this entire episode. Well, I actually liked Scarlett saying that because it's true because her point is basically mm. you don't have to justify what you've done like do whatever you want own it it's mm. almost more mm-hmm. embarrassing to make the decision and then afterwards be like oh i wish i'd done that because you guys didn't do it and it's like come on you're your own person i found mm-hmm. jan actually more annoying this episode um mm. i found them both i found them both really annoying but um, i have to say the uni- unanimous anonymous i did find very funny yeah that was funny. i'm glad they i'm glad they kept that and your dog did as well <laughs> i can tell <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so in the workroom, we... She said, Wolfie, <laughs> Once again, Drag Race keep... Uh, this is becoming a weekly thing. Every week, I think that I, I know what's going to happen. And they keep <laughs> pulling the rug on me because they had Ginger being like, I am so ready for another challenge. I'm ready to rock. And I was like, okay, I think Ginger's mm-hmm. going to end up in the bottom this week and maybe even go yeah. home. But yeah. they just... Why am I so naive and stupid? I don't know. You need to. You need to... You're, you've got some sort of um, drag race equation going on in your head, and I think I think you need to ditch it. It isn't it isn't working. My drag race <laughs> equation is me plus sending joke to Yara <laughs> Sophia equals zero pounds. Um, <laughs> I'm not bitter, um, but they're doing pink table talks, which, as you correctly said last week, was a parody of Jada Pinkett Smith. I forget what it's called. Is it Red Table? Or red Table Talk. Red yeah. Table Talks. Because um, mm-hmm. so the, 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 the table is red. Have you watched that? I have watched a few of them, yeah. I've seen little clips and it seems very weird. She's touching quite big stars on there. The point of it is that they are supposed to be very open. Like their marriage. Um, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like her legs jokes. Um, <laughs> They're swingers, like her tits. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, who did I watch it with? Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw it with Kristen Davies. From Sex and the City. Yeah, oh, not, she was talking. Was that with her watching it? Yeah, from no, I was. <laughs> no, I was. She was on it, and she was talking to them about um, having two black children because she's adopted two black children, and and like the sort of. I don't know, like the way some people are like, oh, you know, because people sometimes say, oh, it's white saviour syndrome, do you know what I mean, sort of thing. Um, well, that's funny because um, Charlotte was... Sex and City adopted two Chinese, oh, one Chinese. Does she? Um, oh, maybe they did that because the actress had mm. done it. Um, I don't know what came first. Well, well, that's in real life. It was, um, and I just found it... Um, I just found it really interesting. So there's there's tons of them. Um, so yeah, and a few. I mean, a lot of them is very like oh blah 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 work speak, but some of it's great. On their parody show, Pink Table Talks, their topics are bodies, sex, and mothers. So I don't think I need to ask, but which would you choose? Do you know what I could think? I I would choose sex or bodies. I could talk about either of them, but this is where Scarlett annoys me. Like, just because she's got two mothers doesn't give her the like. Like, for a gay person or a gay couple to try and become a parent, it's actually a massive, massive deal. So Ginger wanting mother, motherhood, whatever, it's a, it's, that's way, way better. Yeah, I thought it was unfair Ginger didn't get that. But I also could see Scarlett's been, like, safe every week, so I can see why she didn't want to, like, settle for second best. Um, mm. I, I think this would be a challenge. You'd that'd be right up your street, by the way. And I thought... Oh, well, 100% I would I love think this. You, I thought you would choose sex. Because I think the good thing about sex is you can be serious and funny. Whereas I think... Mm. I mean, mm. you can be funny with any of them, but I think with body issues, it's a little harder. Well, it's, I guess not, but you have to... 
Yeah, no, I would choose. I would choose sex actually because I think it is. It this the most. It's the most um, meaty, <laughs> so <laughs> See, to speak. You can't help yourself. Um, so I thought Ginger's team would have been the strongest because they had Pandora. Mm. So like Ginger and Pandora, mm. two comedy queens, and then Jan, who obviously is very talkative. Um, mm. But also Eureka, I knew had won this challenge back in season ten when they did a, a drag con panel. Uh, so I knew she would um, be good. So, but generally, I mean, we'll get to how they did, but I think everyone was quite, no one bombed, completely bombed this week, I didn't think. Not, they, they, a few people did bomb a bit, but no. But not like the usual, no, like, com- oh my God, it's uncomfortable no. to watch type thing. Although RuPaul did say um, oh, yeah, did somebody say, yeah. was uncomfortable. <laughs> that is true. But I think what I did love about this, though, is that they... There were really long sections. They really they they didn't waste any much time with any much time. What? <laughs> they too much. They didn't waste too much time in the workroom or anything like that um, because all the table talks, all three of them, were actually really interesting. I um, found them interesting. And so yeah. I, I like that they kept them all quite a good length. Um, whereas last, this is why I gave it nine because last week um, I thought all the performances were too short. Um, I thought, you know, they could have done a bit more with them, um, cutting-wise. Um, and I think this was... They were given room to breathe in this, and I really felt like I got to know a lot of them better. Yeah, that we learnt a lot of stuff we didn't know before in this. Mm, we did, t- 100%. What did you make of, before they did the challenge, Scarlett telling Kylie to have... Uh, Sunique Kylie to have more energy? Well, this is what I mean about... Um, about how... You know that isn't. You know she's she's going. She's um she's protect she's projecting this sort of you know feminine oh you know slightly soft spoken image. So to be all like hey y'all, I mean I know she said she's going to do that and um yeah she should do it. But I think in because it has been she hasn't been on the show in such a long time, um and she has transitioned in such a major way. I think um it's not her go to to be brash like that anymore. I know, but the thing is, I mean, you don't have to be loud. I think the thing is, mm. energy doesn't always mean loud. Like, there's queens like Alaska who are not the loudest in the room, but they're commanding and mm. have presence. And I think that's more what it is. I think to put it down to just, oh, you have to be really loud is reductive. And her doing that would come across as inauthentic anyway. She should keep her calm voice, but just uh, just kind of commit to what she's doing a bit more and kind of... Mm. But, but that's that's what I mean. That is what, but that's what Scarlett says. She, yes. she, they're telling her to be more, to be more loud. And I think she's a bit like, uh, and they, but she takes it as like shouting yeah. and thinks that, yeah. So let's go through each of the groups. So the first group was Eureka, Akiria, and Trinity doing sex. Oh, it was, this was just great. It was by far I just loved the best it. one. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad they won as a group. I thought I did. I think it's weird. Obviously, the winner wasn't in the group, but um, yeah, we've. I didn't know this about Akira. Used to live her life as a transgender woman, and then. Well, it's quite an unusual story. You don't generally hear it because there is. It obviously does have neg- negative connotations, as in like. Um... You know, it's often leaped on by people saying, "Well, see, sometimes sometimes people make a mistake." Blah 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 blah. Um, yeah. So it, they don't. So it isn't often talked about a lot. So it was. So it was really interesting, and it was great that they showed us a picture as well to see. You know, all Keep sides. You know, yeah. this is you know before and after and backwards and forwards and with this this way that way. Like I think it was it was super interesting and it was great that she was completely open about it because I don't and it's like because you know how we always go on about how you know Gottmik pushed boundaries. I've never heard anybody talk about this. You know, so frankly, before either. 
No, it is interesting and not talked about often. Although, interestingly, Eureka has also had the same experience, but she chose not to talk about it. Um, but I remember from previous interviews, she hasn't spoke about this on Drag Race, but she previously was trans for a while and then... Oh, really? Yeah, so... And I actually, a lot of people on Reddit were saying this is quite a good sign of how much Eureka's matured because back in her season, she used to kind of not be able to stop interjecting in subjects. But here, she mm. was able to let Akira tell the story and not even mention that she had a similar experience. Unless she's mm. uncomfortable talking about it, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, But I mean, yeah. I thought Eureka moderated amazingly. She was the right amount oh, of massively. funny and kept the conversation flowing. It never mm-hmm. felt awkward for any second. And um, and then we had Trinity, um, first time on this season. Obviously, she talked about her status, HIV status, in season six. Mm. But this is the first time she's mentioned it. Mm. And it was the perfect way to do it. Because, like, I mean, including myself, so many people are still not very educated on this matter. And to have it mm. on Drag Race. and Because uh, previously, HIV has been featured on the show with Angina and Trinity. But not... I, I never remember this conversation about undetectable is untransmittable, which a lot of people are still not don't know about do they like we've had mm, conversations about mm. this privately so haven't we where i didn't know fully what i was talking about yeah um, so <laughs> it's good to have trinity and she spoke about it so well to say that back in season six she was not known as a great talker um i thought i also thought she could have i actually think either eureka or trinity could have been the winner and akira actually did really the whole team was just amazing well, I, well this is the thing i think the whole i think the whole team was really good like um and it was almost like you couldn't really pick one of them out to be yeah. the best um so i think that's probably why but um i mean there was so much there was so much good stuff here i think um talking about when trinity says um oh josh is the manager trinity's the, trinity's the artist sort of that, thing yeah. um that was really clever and also makes you think that that is obviously sexually who Josh is. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's like, you know, you didn't... Like, just, like, Trinity has nothing to do with um, his sexuality at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because often people think, oh, if you're a drag queen, it means, you know, it means you're, like, really super girly and you take it out of the bum and blah, 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 blah. You want to get shagged like a woman, etc. But that isn't, that isn't the case. But that's what a lot of people think sometimes, which is bizarre. So it was good to have that vocalised, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's loads of different types of... of varieties of it like katya she has sex in drag a lot but she tops so she never bottoms but in drag so like there's people mm. into mm. All, i mean same as in a- anything sexual like obviously there's yeah yeah lots yeah of, lots of lots of freaks out there um i loved when you and also um i, lo- I loved I, I, go on sorry oh, no, i was just gonna say i loved when eureka made the joke about what's this about chubby chaser i'm not running anywhere and i was just like i don't know it's a good a good one-liner <laughs> yeah. yeah that was a, a great one-liner but also i liked um i found it really interesting what she said about um there's a difference between worshipping and fetishising. Fetish, oh, fetishized, yeah. Fe- fetishising? Yeah, that, that's the word. It's that, right, isn't it? Because <laughs> I... Have you watched... Um, have you watched Special on Netflix? No. Uh, you would absolutely... Yes. Yeah, he's got cerebral palsy and he's gay. Um, uh, no, I haven't, oh, sorry. The, the episodes no. are only 20 minutes long and you'll binge it all. I mean, it's really, really amazing American comedy. But in the second season, they deal with that because he has this hot guy after him but it turns out the guy's really into him because of his disability. And then he's like, it's that quandary of, well, oh. it's good that someone's into me, but do I want them to be into me for some... I mean, it's fetishization mm. is a weird thing that I'd never thought about before. Yeah. But I'm more conscious of now, definitely. Well, it's, well, it's, well, it's like, yeah, exactly what well, it's like. Um, 
you know, going, oh my God, you're pretty so beautiful and being like, take it, you fat bitch. <laughs> yeah, that, That's the, that made me the laugh. Fact <laughs> they managed to make such good points in this bit still make it funny. I just thought it was... And I do yeah, think it's... X, just so good, so good. Um, so the mother's group was Kylie Sonique, Scarlett and Raja. Oh. I thought this was definitely the um, worst group. The worst, and it was painful. I found it I painful. Mean, so a, a lot of people, I mean, we'll get to what Rue says. Obviously, Rue said that Scarlett made her uncomfortable in this. I do kind of get where she's coming from. I don't think it uncomfortable is the right word, because it makes out she did something offensive, whereas actually it was just a bit like... Bit weird the way she was kind of on one hand being a bit high pitched and um grating and mm. on the next being sincere. So I got the note, but I thought she was a bit extreme with that. Mm. Um but what I just like I think the makeup I think her her whole look for a start, she looked like a Disney villain. It was just the wrong look altogether, yeah. I think. She just looked crazed. And then on top of that, to actually act crazed as well was just like Whoa! It was just—it was just a bit like 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 Rue says. I completely agree with what Rue said. It was just like you just 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 watching it made you feel a bit. Ugh. I don't think she was that bad though. I do think she was probably mm. one of the worst. But I mean, she made some mm. good points. She gave interesting insight. I actually, th- but again, it's like but again, it's like motherhood. Like I mean, wanting to talk about your two mums, that but she didn't make it interesting and it wasn't like to to fought really hard about um to 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 do that subject when someone has said that they are trying really hard to become a parent um it's sort of like you 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 you'd think that she really wanted to stand out and she had loads of really good stuff to say and she well, didn't she did say she was hung like a thoroughbred so that was an intri- that was that was creepy yeah well and she made it rhyme um i i thought that i still think the worst was Kylie Sonique that i mean no, I, I take that back, actually, because what she said about the th- childhood therapy thing was really good. That was really good, but then... Oh, it was just when she just mentioned, talked about that the dog. Was what oh, lost me. cringe. It was just like, you've got so much interesting stuff to talk about. Your story is so interesting. Why are we getting dog talk? Um, like, to talk about whether you wanted, as a trans woman, to become a mother. Exactly, and, you know, when the yes. first, she said, oh, I don't have a uterus, etc. Like, like, stay on that. Talk about that subject, like, you know, talk about whether, you know, you would have, if you'd have, if you had the right equipment, would you have wanted to be a mother? And like, it's just so much interesting stuff and she didn't do any of it. Talk about the fucking dog. By the way, would you want to do a ginger minge and surrogate or adoption anything, Sam? What's your thoughts on the matter? I am um, surrounded by a lot of babies. I'm not going to lie. Um, I feel my the friend same. has. My friend has three. Um, I see people having them all the time. And um, I went, I was, I'm godparent to two babies, three children, sorry, three children. A one great who's godfather 11, you are. One who's, one <laughs> two, is, sorry, one, three. Who, <laughs> one who's 11. I don't know one the names, but... One who's four, one who's just turned one at the weekend. That's the party I was at yesterday. It was my godson's first birthday. Um, so I don't know. And I, I think David and I would be good parents. I do. I, I definitely think you'd be a good parent. I don't know about David, but <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I just don't. Um, I don't know. And I, I think you know. I'm. I don't know. I think it might be a bit too late. I well, it's definitely not too late. I feel the same as you. Like weirdly, even though I love children and babies, the more of my friends and family have them, the more kind of put off I am. Which is oh. not to say that I think partly because I'm having that 
desire satisfied to kind mm. of. And we're getting all that. because there are so many of them, our yeah. friends and family with babies. Like it's sort of like we're getting all aspects, all ages. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, but it's also really hard, isn't it? Like you watch mm. them and it's like it doesn't look that fun. I mean, there's fun bits, but I mean, I think I know, we, like the babies we... were crying a lot yesterday. There was a lot of babies there, and there was a lot of crying. Yeah, and well, most of it was you, but yeah. Um... Well, I just remember as well when my when my nieces were babies, like I I like, almost didn't enjoy it because I just used to think they were going to, something was going to happen to them They were the taking time. your attention, let's I be honest, like, Sam. You, you just couldn't abide well, it. Well, like, they were rolled, but they would, like, I remember once my sister, like, put, like, some pillows down on the hearth, and she was like, why, why have you put them there? Because, like, oh, shit, they were like, oh, babies can just roll and crack their heads open. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> the worry, I just, oh, I had it, the worry was, the worry was real for me, and I don't know if I could deal with that being the sole person. Mm. I think when it's your own children, you don't worry as much because, like, I think they, you spend so much time with them, you realise that babies are quite resilient. Like, I think you can drop them out of windows and they survive. Yeah. Which I've ha- very yeah, rarely like a blanket. Done, but it has usually worked out fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what did exactly. you make of group three, which is Ginger, Pandora, Jan, who I incorrectly predicted would be the best group, doing bodies? I loved this one. I thought Jan was bonkers and just way too much. And um, like she, I think she looked ridiculous. Um, I don't know why she was wearing last week's <laughs> Lady Gaga outfit. You hate Jan. Um, no, I don't, I know, but I just think like, but she's really self centered. I'm like, ah, well, I want to talk about this. It's like she, she, she actually had the gall to talk about to talk about her weight gain after Ginger Minch just told that fucking amazing story. I mean... That was a bit insensitive, wasn't it? It was really insensitive. And um, so I... So that I didn't like. I thought Ginger Minch was amazing. And um, I really thought Pandora was really good as well. But she just... She she should have opened up more because she does talk about being old. But, like, um, I would have loved to have heard what she felt about, like, was she worried about coming back on the show because of her age? Does she worry, you know, that like, at what point should she stop being a drag queen? Blah, 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 that sort of thing. But it's, it's weird, she kind of revealed that insecurity earlier in a confessional, but she didn't mm. seem to be able to have the, be brave mm. enough to bring it up in the actual challenge. Mm. And yeah. also I think she was being, not getting a word in because Jan was talking a lot. So pa- mm. what Pandora did say was good, but I do think she was a little underwhelming. She, she mm. was overshadowed. Ginger, mm. I agree, was really good, but I don't. I don't think Ginger was as good as anyone on the first team. So her, her, the eventual. Win I think did she just me. she. But the thing is, she. Um, it wasn't just. It was her being really open and funny, and she. Um, she did an amazing job moderating the the other two when one wasn't talking very much and one was talking too much. So I think it was the whole job, as a as you know, in total. Do, do, do you, know you know I mean? think she was better than Eureka? Because I do not. Uh, on a par. Okay. Um, but I yeah. did I did find it really interesting hearing about her bowel instruction. Uh, <laughs> it's obst- oh, obstruction, not instruction. Because, yeah, that's a very shocking story. I didn't know. It I'm is. I'm used like, to you, Sam. No, I know. Only because... <laughs> Oh, just because she said bowels, and it made me laugh. Um, Have a consonant and a bowel, please, Carol. (laughs) Have a constipated bowel, please, Carol. (laughs) Oh, I did like uh, one brief good bit from Jan was when she said Pandora Botox. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, that was quite quick, quite funny. I just think... um, It's probably pre-planned. I think this whole episode, she has been shrieky about being so shrieky before and like been like yeah. I just can't la, 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 la. just like that is you're doing what you did last time and everyone can see it I mean 
Yeah, I, manic is the word I would say. And actually, yeah, I'd say manic. she's worse than on season 12. She seems to have got worse. Even mm. though now she's aware of the issue, mm. it's making her go more But it was only it. two years. I mean, if you'd have had, if she'd have had five years to grow up a bit and, like, and learn, you know, more about the world and, like, and, you know, and really... I don't think she's even had the time to really do a lot of soul-searching because by the time season 12 had finished, it was a pandemic. It's a shame because the talent is there, but mm. she is irritating. Oh, yeah. So who would yeah. you give the win to, you, Ginger? Um, yes, it would be between Ginger and Eureka, yeah. I mean, the reason why I don't mind so much Ginger getting it is because I did think Ginger was maybe would have deserved the win in that acting challenge a couple of episodes mm. ago, but she wasn't on the winning team. Oh, right, yeah. So if, yeah, again, yeah. her team is the reason she lost another win, that does seem a bit mm. unfair. So maybe it's just mm. evening the stakes. But Eureka yeah. hasn't had a win yet, and she's been really good pretty much the whole season. So I feel mm. like she's I'll, I'll Madonna. <laughs> oh, bitch, I repressed that. Yeah, you're right, actually. <laughs> fuck Eureka, eliminate her. <laughs> fuck you all, in the words of Yara Sophia. <laughs> fuck Yara Sophia. I'm not going to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> um, equally awkward is I thought Trinity to Kylie when she smelt her in the workroom saying you smell like a woman I'm like well Kylie actually is a woman so oh who said that Scarlet Trinity said it oh you oh, want it to God. be Scarlet because you're on the Scarlet hate train <laughs> toot, toot. <laughs> um, see you down in Vileville <laughs> what, what did you oh one person we forgot to men- talk about was Raja um, in the um, she, yeah that was she really cried. good I, th- mm. I think again she would have if she'd won, I wouldn't have been that mad because I thought she really mm. opened up and was really real. And and I also could tell she really yeah. didn't want to talk about her mum. She's like, I want to make happy memories. But I thought it was really relatable mm. and sweet. Yeah, true. But I think as well, like that's the sort of thing that you would do. And then afterwards you'll think about it and you'll be like, oh, shit, did I uh, say too much? Did I so do that? that? So, <laughs> so that, did I do that? <laughs> so I think, um, I think it's, well, not nice, but it was like... Um, it's quite emotional in the workroom to see that she had like dwelled on it and thought, oh dear, like I don't want my mum to see this and then be like, but at the same time, if her mum did see that, I think sometimes with these shows, like they watch it and they, and it's stuff that they would never say to them or had been unsaid. And then, and then they do, and then they find, and then it's like, oh, well, I'm glad I know now. I'm sorry. Well, sometimes that works out well because Jinx Monsoon, mm. she talked about her mum on her season and she said when her mum watched it, she was like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't know I hurt you that much. And it brought mm. them close together. So mm. let's hope Raja has a similar experience. Uh, right, let's jump into the runway then. So RuPaul actually recycles a look. She did the yellow dress, pink hair that we've seen her do on Drag Race before, which makes me very uncomfortable. Uh, so, <laughs> doesn't make didn't make me uncomfortable. Also making me uncomfortable is Aisha Tyler, who um, I found her little mask Sasha Velour reference a little bit like when your parents try and it was a bit laboured, wasn't it? Yeah, I just didn't like it, and I never. I like, I like, I like her. I liked her in Friends. Um, I did not I like her in Friends, and I oh, usually love Charlie, mm. but mm. no, I did not. Um, I thought because <laughs> at the time, do you remember? I mean, this is not her fault, but do you remember Friends was very criticised for not having enough diversity, and she mm. was like a really obvious kind of brought in to try and address that. But then I felt mm. like her character seemed like not a real character. It did feel just very. I mean, usually everyone's boyfriend or girlfriend on Friends did seem very just yeah. there for like a prop rather than a person mm. yeah and you but, didn't really want you didn't really want any of them to be there really just wanted it to be the main crew apart from mike who i did love obviously um oh, but yeah. sam have you ever seen archer no what is it is it cartoon oh my god so aisha tyler she is one of the voices on it so i am a fan of her through that it's an adult cartoon 
and it's on Netflix, it. and you would absolutely love it. And David would love it. I bet David has watched it. It's right up mm, your street. He does love those animations. Oh no, it's a really, really funny one. Like you know, like very outrageous. Up, like mm. it's not like Family Guy and American Dad, but it's. Oh, is it? Is it to do with a the policeman? They're on like a kind of secret service. What are they called? Like government. I forget, but yeah, it's something like that in America. Mm, I'll give it a go. I, do you know what I did started, started watching that I think you're quite like? Uh, penis. <laughs> what, what the fuck is penis? It's spelled P-E-N-1-5. It's spelled P-E-N-1-5. It's, um, it's basically these two women who are in their 30s, but they are acting, pretending to be themselves when they were about 13. So all, so they... Oh, I've heard about this. Someone said it was good. It might have been you before. Yeah, no, it wasn't me before because but... I've only just started watching it and um, I pretty much blitz. Someone's told me this is amazing. Really, I think you're really funny. It's very, um, it's kind of, it's really kind of weird. I do you know if it was two men doing it, I think it would be too creepy and it wouldn't work because they're a, because they're a scenario, because they, because they're acting with real 13 year olds and they're being like, oh my God, he's so hot, la 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 la, about like, people that look like children, do you know what I mean? There's even, like, a kissing scene. So when it goes close up, it isn't either of the actors, do you know what I mean? Because otherwise that would be too creepy. So it is, um... <laughs> it's just really weird, man. But it's worth it. And what platform are we talking? Is this YouTube? I, I No, I think it's, um... I think it's just on, like, Now TV and Sky and stuff. Okay, I've got Now TV. That's my evening sorted. Although I am still watching Love Island. I'm the last person in the country still watching it. Is it not doing very well? No, uh, the viewing figures are really down because it's apparently been a very boring season. Um, I mean, it's my first season watching it. So to me, I'm kind of enjoying it. But everyone else says it's one of the weaker oh. ones. Um, right. Clash of the Patterns is the runway theme. Mm-hmm. Um, should we go through them? And remember, we now do Hit of the Week and Shit of the Week. Yes. What did you make of Trinity and her... Um, Ode to Wakanda This was my hit And also my hit of the week Oh it's definitely a hit She looked fucking amazing I loved it I mean it's not I mean it isn't Essentially A pattern clash But it is just amazing Was it my hit of the week? I forgot Oh Oh yeah no it's not Sorry the next one is um, Eureka was my hit of the week. I thought she looked. Yeah, my, it was a close. It was. It was close. Mm, I m- I might give my hit of the week to Eureka then because A she didn't win the challenge and B um, this genuinely was all the patterns and it was fitted so beautifully. I know, and it's so much going on, but yet it was still cohesive, and I think that's very hard to mm. do. Which Eureka yeah. is to me the best big girl in terms of fashion. Like, always gets Oh, yeah, 100%. Wear. But she wasn't at the beginning, and I think having... Like, she was in that first scene, she was a little bit messy, and I think um, she has really... Like, having gotten more famous, done her own shows elsewhere, I yeah. think it is... Um, I think she has really turned it around, and she's definitely one of the top ones in the whole show. Definitely. I feel like she's going to win this season. Even though she hasn't got a win yet, I feel like it's brewing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of Akira's mannequin look? Um, I liked it because it was different. It was more dragular than it was, um, you know, something that Gottmik would have done, I think. Yeah, I can um, see that. But again, it wasn't, it wasn't amazing. I liked, I liked the idea, but um, I gave it a hit, but it just wasn't as, it wasn't as good as something I else. agree, it's a hit, but it kind of reminded me of something Jan did on her season. She did like a voodoo doll, which I know is different, but mm. it was a bit similar for me. Mm. Um, but another big hit was Raja with her black excellence safari look. I thought she just looked really yeah. like um, a mm-hmm. female model, uh, very fashion forward, mm. but still. Well, it was quite. Um, it was quite good for um, the queens of color because by using, you know, very because African sort of 
art and um, it's all to do with patterns, basically, and like really loud patterns. So um, there's a lot they can do with that that I don't think you could have done if you were a culturally appropriating white queen. Oh, that's true. Um, but also I want to point out, you know, that I'm a big one for this. Um, that Raja made all her own outfits for the show, apart from the one last week, the frills one. Um, so, oh, really? so the fact she made this, I mean, obviously we saw episode one, she's very good on the sewing machine, but on her season, she wasn't known as a look queen really originally, but she just seems to have become very, a lot more confident in her abilities. And I think it's amazing. And again, she had lockdown as well. So like, you know, this is this, I mean, you know, take note, tea or coffee. <laughs> Um, this is this is what she's you know she's clearly spent a lot of the time making her own clothes and perfecting her artistry. Well, apparently she spent six hundred dollars on her package for All Star Six, and usually queens these days are going into tens of thousands of debt to get on the show. Wow. Well, not decks usually wow. quite rich by the time they go on All Stars, but well, but also, but also that is because they would be getting bespoke outfits, and if she was making her bespoke outfits for herself. Then she's just paying you know, for she'd have saved an absolute for- yeah. Then that's an absolute fortune. I mean, it's almost as much as what Yara owes me just for a joke. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, what did you think of Sonique's look, leopard print? Um, I liked it. I was getting super vibes from her um, Stephen Tyler look from last week, actually. But um, I I gave it a hit as well because it was it was it was pretty. But if I was going to give any of them a shit, it would be this one. I gave it a shit. Just um, It wasn't that bad, but I just... Uh, especially because later on, Rue actually called it out as a good look. I was like, I, don't, I really mm. think this is quite basic. I'm not, it's not giving me life. Um, what about Scarlet Envy and her letters? Scarlet Letter. Shut up about your family. Jesus. <laughs> there is that thing they say of like, if you have to explain it, it's not. <laughs> I know you think I'm an asshole, but um, it just, I do think it was cute with the notes and stuff, but it was just a bit been there, done that. Do you know what I mean? Um, I thought that the letters look was cute, but I didn't really get clashing patterns from it. I just got mm. letters on a dress. So it's a hit, but it's a very soft yeah. hit. I agree. It just seemed a bit um, self-indulgent and look, and I think it's almost like she expected her whole thing about motherhood to do even better than, than it did. <laughs> You're very bitter about these mums, Jesus. <laughs> My shit of the week goes to Jan and this lavender shopping spree because I just thought it was unpleasing to the eye. Yeah, and it wasn't patterns either. I mean, the patterns were on the, were on the shopping bags. Yeah, and that is not your outfit. That is your fucking bags. Um, mm-hmm. I... For Ginger Minge, I gave it a hit for her with her animal prints, but it was a bit yeah. migraine-ish. <laughs> but that's clashing, clashing patterns is supposed to be a bit like that. But then Eureka and Raja made those so cohesive, so it is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Pandora looked really good. I think she looks great in red hair. This was a reference to Sally from Nightmare oh, Before she, Christmas. She does, and it's a great, re- it's a great reference. It was a great outfit. Um, so yeah, so I think it was one of the nicest she's really looked whole series actually. I agree. It's a hit for her, but she did, mm-hmm. she's very much fading into the background now. Like mm. I'm wondering if she's gonna get a shining moment. I hope she does. I think she needs one because that will bring her back up to. I mean, because I she's still in my top three, but um, I think everybody else needs to think that too. I think it's obvious to me she's not getting to the final just from the edit and what she's been mm-hmm. saying on social media. Oh right, okay. Um, so rue says that trinity eureka and akira are the best team of the week but the winner is ginger which is what they did last year at all stars five with juju when sometimes mm-hmm. they pick the winner from a different team which i find mm-hmm. very weird but whatever the best team is safe 
Um, I think it should have been Eureka or Trinity, but here we are. Mm. Um, so that's good. I think Ginger deserved it. I mean, we've discussed this throughout, but I think um, it's a great it's a great win finally for Ginger. And um, yeah, it was and it was she put a lot into it this week, and I I like it. And she was she was in our top picks to win, and it felt like she wasn't mm. getting enough credit to be a um, contender. Yeah. So now it feels this week has completely switched around, mainly because of yeah. the lip sync to come. I think more so than the challenge. But oh we'll no, get totally, to that. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so then we get this moment that I think is going to be quite memorable. People are quoting it a lot. Rue to Scarlet. Um, I don't know if you found that sweet spot. It made me feel a little uncomfortable. So obviously <sighs> you would agree with Rue. I do agree with you, and like Scarlett's face, oh my god, if looks could kill, she, you look like you'd killed one of her mothers. She was just literally sat there. <laughs> She's got another with... backup, it's fine. <laughs> she sat there like, you know, like she could smell real shit and she was unimpressed. Well, a lot of people are talking about the fact that on Drag Race Down Under, Rue had a, another Scarlett on the show who did blackface and was like, well, we're going to give you a second chance, it's fine, go to the final. And then we had Scarlett O'Hara. Who, oh, sorry, Scarlet Envy. Scarlet O'Hara. That's gone with the wind. Fabulous, isn't it? <laughs> Scarlet Envy, who just was a little bit uneven in a challenge, and that's what mm. Rue... A bit like the H&M comparison. It's like the mm. things that irk Rue sometimes are not as consistent. Mm. As but she the... did it, but she wasn't, she wasn't cross, though, or saying anything. She was just saying what I felt watching the performance as well. It was, it was too high-pitched. It was too... Just, there was just something icky about it. But the, given, I mean, Rue rarely gives harsh critiques to contestants anymore. Usually mm. she leaves that to Michelle. So mm. the fact that they ch- chose to include this clip just made me feel like they were almost justifying why they were getting rid of Scarlett. Mm. And I thought it was a little, a bit, bit very, very harsh. Very, very harsh. Oh, very, very harsh. Um, but, like I, <laughs> but then, obviously, we get the, 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 the Jan um, <laughs> critique. Yes, I mean, she cries on stage because of it. They're, I mean, they've given her this critique over and over again, so I have less sympathy for her because I'm like, you really have been told a million times. Mm. I do sympathise because it is her personality, but I think Rue's advice is good that in showbiz we are all self-centred, but you kind of have to... I like what... Uh, yeah, I, exactly. You can't be. You can't appear to be self. You can't appear to be that way. It's like they... Because that's how, that's how she came across, and I think that that really does stem from her talking about whereas for example eureka didn't talk about you know um living life as a trans woman first um she let let somebody else talk about it she talked about her weight gain after ginger minge's um um, massive story which made her look self-centered exactly i think it's hard to be on any kind of panel discussion or thing like that with that with a low self of sense of of self-awareness and i feel like that is what jan's lacking and i do i like jan but i mean i think she just really isn't getting what people are saying. And I, I feel like no. if she hasn't got it by now, I really actually don't think she is going to get it. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I thought it was quite weird that Michelle said to Pandora, I know you, you're not a demure, quiet lady. I feel like you're holding back. And I feel mm. like knowing a queen personally, I don't feel like that should be factored into judging. Mm. Um, no, I agree. I think what she was saying, though, was that she knows she's got it in her. To be more open, hey, to be more <laughs> open, and like if like if you like if you saw so, if you knew somebody and then you saw them on stage and they were being you know when you knew that they could do better, I think that's what she's trying to say. Yeah, that's true. And Pandora and Raja are safe. Raja definitely correctly. I'd have been very mad if she was in the bottom mm, after oh, yeah. another strong week. But it's Kylie, Jan, and Scarlett at the bottom three. Scarlett says, "I am not going to leave this competition tonight," which is basically means yes, you are. 
Um, <laughs> what did you and, then, and then she has the gall to say that she got rave reviews, and she tries to throw <laughs> Jan, and she tries to throw Jan under the bus. She did, and I thought that, like, <laughs> I mean, I kind of admire using the strategy, but I mean, it it just wasn't very convincing. It was very sneaky, and I feel like she should have done it in a more subtle way, where she was just very much like, "Yeah, Jan got the worst critiques. I'm fine," and it's like, Ugh, "This is not going to work for you, Scarlett. This is not work. This is not a good mm-hmm. method." No, it was ter- It was a terrible method. It really, um, it warns me to Jan, and it made me not like Scarlett more. Yeah, although I did find it annoying that Jan in the confessional was complaining about this, um, but never actually said it in front of everyone else. Like, no, I get well, she said no. She says that she says it's a ginger in the um, in because yeah, that's in, behind Scarlett's back. But I mean, I get yeah. that Jan probably is a very positive person. She doesn't want confrontation, but I would yeah, have admired yeah. her a lot more if she'd said Scarlett, that is bullshit, and had yeah. the argument. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I agree. So no one congratulates Ginger, although Ginger, unlike Trinity, lets it slide. I know. Um, <laughs> but she's had wins before. I think the thing with Trinity was she'd never won in her original season. So mm. it was a bit of a, a bigger moment for her. Whereas I think Ginger, Ginger's had many a win. That was one um, of my favourite moments of the, of the whole series so far, actually. Trinity's thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Scarlet does not beg very well, I don't think. I mean, almost Yara Sophia. Level almost as just... bad as Yara Sophia. You're I mean, the one that's be- you're the one that's begging her. You have to show some passion. She's very like her face was just. Mm. I mean, I do believe she was passionate about staying, but she just felt like again, like Yara was a bit above, mm. kind of pleading her case. Yeah, and whereas Jan is falling apart. Do they just not like me? Everyone's trying to tell her to be real and authentic, and she breaks down and confessional. I'm really trying. I'm a cheerleader. Uh, that's why I, I am. tried to be quieter and less self less self centered. Uh. Like she says, getting exactly. louder and louder and more oh hysterical. My God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad Jan had her, even though Trinity should have won. I'm glad she had her win last week mm. to kind of finish her story. But I do kind of feel like her story's finished now, and I'm ready. For yeah, it to I go. agree. Um, Ginger tells Sonique that she's team her, but that she had one of the weaker performances, mm-hmm. and that's why I admire Ginger because even though ultimately she doesn't vote Sonique off, she was honest about her opinion, mm-hmm. and I, I admire just. Because they are judging each other. They are voting each other off. Mm. Tell each other when yeah. you've done well or not done well. And Don't I have to say, this, this, I think they've, they've got it right now. I think they've got this. Because at first, especially with the whole Manila thing, like I didn't like this idea. But now I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. I mean, just, I'm, just, I'm liking their dynamic. Well, the good thing with this year is it's very unpredictable mm. and the votes are split. Whereas last mm. year on All Stars 5... It was very obvious every time, and they were all unanimous, yep. all anonymous, as Sunique. <laughs> and then we get that cringe moment from Sunique, which says, when I get loud, I get country. And it's like, you're still not even mean that loud. You're just marginally louder than you were before. <laughs> yeah. And also, and also, that's not a bad thing to get country or loud, honey. It's fine. I bet she gets loud when she's looking for meth. That's when she speaks up. <laughs> Pipes up. <laughs> and I mean pipe. I want my meth! <laughs> Ginger tells Jan what Scarlet said. I need my bag of brown! <laughs> That's where Moon actually is. We got him a bag of brown for his birthday. So he's, he's having a good, good old time. <laughs> he's in rehab. <laughs> so, I mean... I was going to say, who do you think should go? I'm guessing you want Jan to be voted off. Um, well, this is the thing. I mean, like, David um, has been very vocal about the fact that this was a mistake and he thinks that Jan should have gone. Uh, but I I do think it was Scarlett. Um, I do really like Scarlett, um, but I think that she had a poor week. And um, 
I don't think she was going to go to the final anyway, as well as much as I don't think Jan's going to get to the final either. Yeah, I forgot you hated them both. Uh, yeah, I would have been happy with either of them going, but I I do feel like Scarlett is very talented, and I feel like she hasn't... It's a shame that she hasn't got a chance to um shine because i think she's done well all yeah season. but if you look at if you yeah but if you look at jan and um scarlet in last week's challenge for example there's a massive difference well yeah but i also think scarlet did better than jan in all the previous challenges before that mm, yeah maybe i suppose um i th- weirdly ginger comes out in a lip sync outfit and i think ginger looks better in this outfit than any in of the runways. Are you jo- are you joking? She looks like frigging Norma Desmond. Well, I mean, it's obviously not a a great outfit, but I just mean like her face and hair. She looks like. <laughs> I just think the lighting is super weird in the um in the makeup box room in the in the lipstick room, and she just looked really quite frightening. <laughs> she like cropped up suddenly, um, and I went whoa. <laughs> Almost as frightening as the idea of Bianca Del Rio lip syncing. <laughs> but when she walked out, I have to admit that was a gag. Yeah. I was genuinely very excited for a moment. And it is almost a shame that they didn't follow through with that. Yeah. But obviously, I think it would be embarrassing for Bianca to lip sync on the show because that's not her gig. Was it just probably... a. So it was all just a big joke then, really? Yeah. And in a way, it almost took a bit of the um, shine off of Mayhem because mm. it almost stole her moment a little bit. But Bianca got to have her funny moment and be like, oh, was there a fire at the zoo? And then she goes off looking for the bathroom. Yeah. And then Mayhem comes out in a mask. And I didn't recognise her, even without the mask, for a while. <laughs> uh, again, not so much of a lip-sync assassin. She won one lip-sync on her season, which was a very good lip-sync win. But then they did... Um, they used a... They used a clip of her on All Stars 5, and she was great in that episode. I mean, in, yeah, in during her song. With her eye pops. Well, actually, that was a really bad performance. It was good the bit they showed, but then later on, she missed up her own words. Oh, yeah. Candy Muse. Candy Muse. Um, I'd never heard the song in the lip sync Lizzo phone. No, um, I hadn't, I hadn't heard it either. It must be an album track. Well, well, I looked it up and it's actually was before... So her first... Her breakthrough was good as hell, and I always thought that was her first single, but she put out an EP before that, which um, included this song. Um, so it was kind of when she was, I think, a bit more underground. Mm. But I think, apparently people are familiar with it, because everyone was like, oh, we've been waiting for this song. I was like, I've never heard it, but I instantly like it, obviously. And it was a great lip sync song. doesn't really yeah. do anything wrong. Mm. And yeah, it's great for a shtick. And Ginger absolutely fucking destroyed it, did oh, she not? She does. She does. It's just so brilliant. This, I think, this is sort of the sort of thing that Jan thought she was doing last week. Um, yeah. But, it, but, it, but like Ginger Binge actually did it really well. It was like good facials, good using the um, the Another lyrics. Good facial. Yeah, good, <laughs> good using the ginger facial. Good using those lyrics, and <laughs> um, yeah, it was just brilliant. So like, Mayhem didn't really have a chance here. I mean, Mayhem was good. She was definitely not mm. bad, especially at the end with the shoe. That was funny, and they were interacting with each other. Ginger was mimicking her duck walk. Yeah, And they were giving face. And I just thought, I mean, maybe even... I I was going to say my favourite lip sync of the season. I suppose Laganja is going to probably take that That was amazing. But this this was fantastic. This is why I was giving the show a nine, because you've got... You know, got a bit of Bianca Del Rio in there as well, on top of everything else, being quite funny. So, I mean, there's a... I can't see a lot wrong with it. It's almost a ten, but, um, yeah... Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this episode. The only thing was, and now we've talked it through, I'm less mad about it, but I did think mm. the ginger win came a little bit out of nowhere. Mm. But then because she lip-synced so well, I'm like, well, obviously I'm glad she won because I don't think anyone would have lip-synced as well as ginger did here. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, a lot of people are acting shocked that Ginger did well, but if you remember season seven, she was always a good lip syncer. So I wasn't shocked, but I wouldn't have thought Lizzo was her, um, yeah, her in brand. her wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, more in her wheelbarrow. Well, she can afford many wheelbarrows now. She won thirty thousand dollars from this lip sync, and gives and another. This is another thing that made me like her more, and also like the episode more that she gave five grand of it away. Lovely. Is that was that a bit insincere though? No. Oh, for for the cameras. No, I loved it. Okay. Well, it's actually the first solo lip sync win of the season. I think because it was. Only... I think because it was so much money for just one tip. That's why she thought she should give it away. Well, I think Ginger probably has quite a lot of money anyway. She was in that film with Jennifer Aniston. I don't know how much she would have got paid for it, but I mean, huh, not. I wouldn't say a great deal. Well, I mean, when you're in a film like that, you get paid like royalties uh, as well. Yeah. Mm. So some people who were in a show like in the eighties still get like lots of money from it. Well, not yeah, lots, that's but... true. Yeah. Mayhem says, "Can I get some of that?" And then she has a funny moment and she leaves, and then we get serious because Ginger sends Scarlet packing. Oh, that was, she was not happy, was she? <laughs> uh. but, but I liked what Ginger said. She said, there's no other way I could have made a decision where I would have been able to go to bed feeling okay at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, but yeah, no, exactly. Scarlett was devastated. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm totally broken. I wanted to prove myself. And then she kind of made me uncomfortable when at the end she went, write a love letter to you. Hello. Like, <laughs> I think your exit line is a time to either do a catchphrase, something sassy or something funny. I do, whenever they're sincere, <laughs> like when India Farrow did the four, what was it, the four Gs or Hs or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When she was, when, who was it that was, doing, that was just crying too much and they just couldn't do it or they did it and it just sounded awful? Oh, that, well, Silky broke down a couple of episodes ago. No, they still tried um, to do it. They still tried to, maybe it was um, Art Simone who was just like, oh, come on, just I, do your best. That means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh-huh. Next week we get an acting challenge. Um, so where is Snatch Game of Love or Snatch Game? I like? I have to tell you something that happened while we were watching it. So I was watching it with David, and um, and I was just like, Ooh, David, yeah, David, and um, he was like, we watched the you know next coming up next week, and I was like, oh my god, I love her, and he was like, oh yeah, I loved her too. I was, he was like, who is it? And I said, it's, it's Angela Bassett. Um, who's like one of my favorite actresses, and he was like, he was like, oh my god, she looks so young, and I was like, yeah, babe, she looks beautiful, and he was like, he was like, and also I thought she was Welsh. Is he thinking Shirley Bassey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Old finger. <laughs> I was like, no, babes, no. Oh my god, That's Shirley Bassey. <laughs> what a stupid cunt. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, should we make our predictions? I think next week Eureka gets her first win. Um, oh, it's an acting challenge. I don't know. Steak, I don't know. I mean, you would think Ginger, but I feel like they're really trying to spread out the wins this season. No one's won twice yet. No, I agree. Um, yeah. yeah, and I just want to give a quick shout out to Heritage Live Festival in Essex, which is playing on August 12th, headlined by Culture Club with Bananarama and Lulu also there. And me. Oh, fun, just, fabulous. Just drinking. Um, <laughs> a little plug there, a little book plug. Um, sh- should we click it out, Sam? Have you got anything else to say? No, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you um, on Thursday. Woohoo! We'll see you on Thursday, or if you can't make it on Thursday, we'll catch you this time next week for more recapping of All Stars 6. Let's click it out. Bye bye. Click, 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 click. click, click. click, click.